Hello again, everybody. Uh, this is uh, Jason Powers. I'm coming to you from West Lafayette. So the panic switch was thrown on after a Thursday night drop of the CDC slide deck regarding the Delta variant. The glee in the eyes of our CDC director, Fauci, and now Cuomo, is all a sign of a deeply psychotic authoritarian overreach that influences normal people. These technocrats will never relent. Time for removal from office by criminal charges. The flu season is upon us. Which type will we worry about this year? And what kind of shots will we be told to take? Remember the swine flu scare of 1976? That was the year the U.S. government told us all that swine flu could turn out to be a killer that could spread across the nation. And Washington decided that every man, woman, and child in the nation should get a shot to prevent a nationwide outbreak, a pandemic. Well, 46 million of us obediently took the shot. And now 4,000 Americans are claiming damages from Uncle Sam amounting to three and a half billion dollars because of what happened when they took that shot. By far the greatest number of the claims, two-thirds of them, are for neurological damage or even death, allegedly triggered by the flu shot. We pick up the story back in 1976 when the threat posed by the swine flu virus seemed very real indeed. This virus was the cause of a pandemic in 1918 and 1919 that resulted in over half a million deaths in the United States, as well as 20 million deaths around the world. See how easy it is to... Thus, the U.S. government's publicity machine was cranked into action to urge all America to protect itself against the swine flu menace. Influenza is serious business. During major flu epidemics, millions of people are sick and thousands die. Well, this year you can get protection. The vaccines are safe, easy to take, and they can protect you against flu. So roll up your sleeve. Protect yourself. One of those who did roll up her sleeve was Judy Roberts. Roberts. She was, she was. So everything repeats. History does uh, rhyme for, for certain. 
So that was in 19, I think that actually was done a couple years after the situation. And they do go on and mention the CDC director who was fired at the time uh, for the response. Now, let's just put this in perspective. This has been a, this has been a, a magnitude or a manifested probably 10, maybe even a hundredfold over that situation. But the same propaganda, the same panic, the same scare, uh, scare and fear-mongering was done. And essentially the same kind of uh, political climate existed. So you had the fallout from Watergate. And you had Ford's, uh, in was in office uh, basically uh, putting there to be a steward for the last little bit of uh, time that was left on the Nixon administration. And they, they had had a host of, uh, I guess you could say, uh, authoritarian overreaches. They had installed uh, George Bush... <laughs> George Herbert Walker Bush at the CIA as a director. Uh, Kissinger was still hanging around uh, at that time and, of course, uh, was doing his uh, dastardly deeds. Uh, no deed goes unpunished, I would think, eventually, but uh, uh, he's been around forever and he's been in the background uh, with the New World Order. He constantly uh, pitches that like it's a good idea. Uh, <laughs> It's always a new world order, but it's always a, a, a top by one thing. One thing in particular, the billionaire classes uh, despise you to such a degree that once they get to that level, they, they have a, um, a distancing mechanism. So uh, this was from Zero Hedge, so, uh, but it was authored by Paul Joseph Watson. So Go, uh, Google co-founder Larry Perry Page is hiding out and buying isolated private islands in Fiji to avoid tor- tourists. So uh, he isn't the only one. But since he's worth $117 billion, making him the sixth wealthiest person in the world, he's able to go and fly off to there and buy a remote island and have his servants for now until he gets robots to do all his dirty work for him. And these people are nothing but, if nothing, if not evil. Uh <laughs> They, uh, they definitely fall into that category. Um, but I want to pivot away from that. That was just to, to, uh, to mention that there is a bigger agenda at the top of this. So the CDC, uh, they, uh, they got all geeked out on uh, July uh, last week. Uh, they decided on Tuesday, July 27th, it, it may have been Thursday, but there was a pitch deck, a slide presentation that showed how they were going to handle the Delta Delta uh, variant and the re-recommending of masks for people indoors in many parts of the country. You just can't make this shit up because masks do not work. They never have worked. They never will work because people don't use them right. Anyways, let's even let's just let's just let's just cut to the chase. Is it a controlled environment and is it a closed environment? If you don't have those two factors in place, masks do not work. And that by controlled environment means you have control of access. In other words, you only have certain people that can come in and out, and you know who they are, and you have control of the situation. And closed envi- closed exactly the same thing. In other words, only certain people are permitted in there. There's a reason why, and 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 you have to know how to wear a mask, whether it be a it has to be an N95 mask. Most people don't have N95 masks. That little face diaper that you put on, that little thing that looks like uh, it costs 50 cents that's about how much it's it's actually worth only one cent of use it, it is uh it, it it's only good for larger particles it's not good for viral uh stoppage 
And matter of fact, all it does is cause bacterial uh, collection and it causes infection. I matter of fact, I talked to a girl who talked about how she has a breakout on her face from, from wearing one of those things. It's like, get it through your skull. This is not about your health. This is about control, mani- psychological manipulation. And we can say this over and over again, but uh, they, they, there's, a ref- there's a complete refusal to understand that these people are not about your health. They've, they've dismissed 100 years of public health because they are following a game plan, lockstep, the Chinese model. They're, they are seeking to destroy this country down to its nothingness. They've destroyed everything. They've destroyed their political capital. They are, they are more and more, more and more showing you that they will double, triple, quadruple down on stupid and sell you lies and deceit. And they use pretty faces like Rochelle Walensky, who gets on TV, and, 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 and they had to roll her out because Fauci was no good anymore. So they had to put a new, they say, well, if we roll out the pretty female, then maybe they'll, maybe they'll listen to her. Uh, because this is a mass psychos- uh, psychosis that they've tr- tried to interact with. And I found a good video, or a good video, but I'm going to play you an audio version of it. It's about five minutes long that re- explains this mass psychosis that has even even infected or actually become a very uh, legitimate part of of what's being sold to the public. And this guy, I mean, I, he I, his credentials are pretty good. I don't know him uh, from other videos or what his belief systems are. So we're gonna just play it and let it roll from there. And that was why I uh, I started to, to to study it rather from uh, from the perspective of mass psychology and because I knew that uh, mass formation has huge huge impact uh, on uh, individuals intelligence and cognitive functioning and I I had the feeling that this was the only thing that could explain why highly intelligent people uh, started to believe in uh, in 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 a narrative and the numbers that were uh, in many respects uh, utterly absurd and so um, yeah what, what so what is it in in your view what is it that uh, apart from the mainstream media what is it that uh, has caused this well illusion for so many people that they don't see the reality but they see a totally different picture of, of what really goes on yes Four things need to be uh, need to exist or need to be uh, in place if you want uh, large scale mass phenomena to emerge. Uh, and uh, the first thing is that uh, there need to be a lot of socially isolated people, uh, people who experience a lack of social bond. Uh, the second one is that uh, there need to be a lot of people who experience a lack of sense making in lives. In life, uh, and the third and the fourth uh, uh, condition uh, is that uh, there need to be a lot of free-floating anxiety and a lot of free-floating psychological discontent. So, um, uh, meaning uh, anxiety and discontent that is not connected to a specific representation. So it needs to be in the mind without the people being able to connect it to something. Mm -hmm. If you have these four things, lack of social bond, lack of sense-making, free-floating anxiety and free-floating psychological discontent, then uh, uh, society is highly at risk 
for the emergence of, of mass phenomena. And these four conditions existed shortly before the corona crisis. There was like an epidemic of burnout. Uh, over 40 to 70 percent of the people uh, experienced their jobs as completely senseless. This is described in, uh, in the book uh, Bullshit Jobs. Uh, by this professor of Harvard, of whom I always forget his name. He died uh, last year, I think. Um, and then, uh, and and if you look at the use of uh, psychopharmaceuticals, uh, it was huge. And then you, that this shows how much discontent uh, there was in our society. For instance, in Belgium, uh, every year, Belgians who are with, you are with uh, 11 million people uh, use over 300 million doses of antidepressants alone, over 300 million doses. So that's huge. And so you, you see that these four conditions uh, um, uh, really existed, uh, lack of sense-making, lack of social bond, uh, free-floating anxiety, and then uh, free-floating uh, discontent. Yeah, so you have to know that free-floating anxiety is the most painful psychological phenomena someone can experience. And so it's extremely unpainful. It, it leads up to panic attacks, to all kinds of extremely painful psychological experiences. So what people want in this situation is something to connect their anxiety to. They are looking for an explanation for their anxiety. And now, if this free-floating anxiety is highly present in a population and the media provide a narrative which indicates uh, an object of anxiety and at the same time describe a strategy to deal with this object of anxiety, then all the anxiety connects to this object and people are willing to follow the strategy to deal with this object no matter what the cost is. That is what happens in the beginning of mass formation. Then in a second step, people start a collective and heroic battle with this object of anxiety. And in that way, a new kind of social bond emerges and a new, and a new kind of sense-making. Suddenly, life is all directed at battling the object of anxiety and in this way, establishing a new connection with uh, other people. And that the sudden switch of a negative state, a radical lack of social connection, to the opposite, to uh, the massive social connection that is experienced in a crowd, the sudden switch leads up to a sort of mental intoxication. And that's what is, makes mass formation or crowd formation the exact equivalent of hypnosis. So all people who have been describing, who have been studying mass formations such, such as Gustave Le Bon, for instance, uh, McDougall, uh, Canetti, have remarked that mass formation is not similar to hypnosis, that mass formation is exactly equal to hypnosis. Mass formation is a sort of hypnosis. So what happens is that um, uh, at that moment, when people experience this mental intoxication, it doesn't matter anymore whether the narrative is correct or wrong, even blatantly wrong. What matters is that it leads up to this mental intoxication. And that's why they continue to go along with the narrative, even if they 
could know by thinking for one second that it is wrong. That is the, 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 the central mechanism of mass formation. And that makes it so difficult to destroy it. Because for people, it doesn't matter when the narrative is wrong. And what we all try to do is we all try to show constantly that the narrative is wrong. But for people, that's not what it is all about. It's all about this, the fact that they don't want to go back to this painful state of free-floating anxiety. So what we have to realize, if we want to change this state of affairs, is that the first thing we have to do is to acknowledge this painful anxiety, to think about why we got in the state of lack of sense-making, lack of social bond, <laughs> free-floating anxiety, this massive uh, 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 psychological discontent, and try to tell people, now, we don't need a corona, a corona uh, crisis to establish a new social bond. We have to look for other ways to deal with the psychological problems that existed before the corona crisis and try to find other solutions. We don't need uh, uh, this kind of, of, uh, of mass phenomenon to solve the, the, the problem. So actually, mass formation is actually a symptomatic uh, solution for, uh, for, uh, for a real psychological problem. And in my opinion, this crisis in the first place uh, is, a, is a large societal and psychological crisis, uh, much more than a, than a, than a, than a, a biological crisis, let's say. Um, so and from, from this state of mental intoxication, you can explain all the rest of the phenomena uh, of, of totalitarianism. And there's a, the, 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 um, uh, the mental intoxication leads to a... Uh, to a narrowing of the of the field of attention, it makes that people only see uh, what is uh, indicated by the narrative. For instance, people see the victims of the coronavirus, but they don't seem to see at the cognitive level the the, the collateral damage of the lockdowns and all the victims uh, uh, that are that are uh, claimed by the lockdowns. They are also not able uh, at an emotional level to really feel empathy for the for the victims of uh, of the lockdowns. Uh, that is not because they are very egoistic. No, it's just an effect of uh, of uh, of the um, uh, of, of this uh, the psychological phenomenon, and uh, it's, it's it's definitely it, it's even um, uh, as a consequence of mass formation, people do not uh, get egoistic at all. Rather, the, to the contrary, uh, mass formation focuses the attention so much on one point that uh, you can take everything away of people, their uh, uh, psychological and physical well-being, their, uh, uh, their material uh, well-being, you can take it away and they will even not notice it. And that's uh, uh, one of the, of the major consequences of mass formation. And it's exactly the same as hypnosis, as classical hypnosis. When a, hyp when a, when a hypnotist, when, when during hypnosis, someone's attention is focused on one point, you can, uh, you can cut in his flesh the person will not notice it. And that is what happens all the time uh, uh, when uh, uh, hypnosis is used uh, as a kind of um, uh, uh, anest anesthesia to, to during, during a surgical operations. Uh, a, a rather simple hypnotic procedure su uh, uh, is sufficient um, uh, to make people completely insensitive to pain. Uh, um, uh, uh, you can, without any problem, cut in their flesh even uh, under some uh, circumstances, 
You can perform an open heart operation in which the surgeon cuts straight through the to the breastbone, uh, and, this, and the person, the, the patient, will not notice this. And so that that shows us that the focusing of attention is is so strong, both in mass formation or in hypnosis, that people are really insensitive to all the personal losses they experience uh, uh, as a consequence. And so, uh, um, um, yeah. So. That gives you kind of a, a primer on uh, mass psychoses, this mass formation, as he called it, well, mass formation. Let's get it straight. But the idea is, is we've gotten into this spiral, and this has been the groundwork for this has been laid for many years, in my opinion. Um, it's the Bernaysian, yeah, there may be a new term, Bernaysian trap. Um, this was set up by our mass media. And the generalized anxiety that has uh, been fueled, uh, like he said, he mentioned uh, the uh, depressive uh, um, depression and or the the pill cycle that they've been putting people on for a number of years. Um, I think that's uh, indicative of, of a host of things. You might hear some noise in the background from me. Uh, I got my windows open. I'm not gonna. I'm not shutting them. Anyways, um, the the concept here is that. That we uh, have experienced uh, a great deal of um, uh, foundational work. Uh, this is a, I, I would even say, a military operation to contort people's belief systems and to turn them against each other. Uh, to, for example, at least one half of the population in the United States, you know, has been turned against its uh, the forty-fifth president. And the media has been ginning that up for uh, since the day it came down an escalator, um, and this has been and, and this was actually driven by the candidate that he was running against at the time, because Hillary Clinton is a is a nasty person. She always has been. Um, if you go back to the '90s, uh, the comedians back then were epic because they were talking, they were actually speaking the truth. But of course, that that gets glossed over. Meanwhile, President Trump at that time was was lauded and and often uh, uh, seen as a success story to be followed. It's quite interesting if you think about it. So there's always been this pivot in the media. The media builds you up to tear you down, um, and they do this with many things. But they definitely do it. Um, it's it's quite interesting how they toggle their their perceptions and they do it on purpose they do it from the people that run the run their operations for example if you're if you're paid a certain way to to think a certain way you're going to produce certain results uh, that's one of the that's one of the benefits of uh of uh the billionaires they they see is that they can buy the science they can buy the researchers they can uh strip you of they can strip you of your money that's why like people like fauci are so dangerous because uh the nih gives grants to research in certain areas the cdc has a seven or eight billion dollar budget or at least it did i don't know how much money they got this year um it's a just epically uh epically flawed situation and I'll see if I can continue on with this guy. I forget exactly where he he gets into it. He gets asked a couple questions here. I don't want to base my foundation of this all on him, but before before I do that, I'll, I'm going to go real quickly over. So Andrew Cuomo has uh, decided that he wants to say private businesses 
I am asking them and suggesting to them go to vaccination only admission. So they are, they have been hustling us slowly into this coercive uh, model that, oh, by the way, has been talked about and discussed since uh, last year with Peter Daszak. He was writing a um, paper with uh, people from, for example, there was an IU medical doctor um, that was involved in it that uh, purposely uh, was setting that setting that framework. And there's another article or there's a new paper that's coming out that's going to be t- attached to your kids. See, they're after getting vaccinations into everybody's arms through hell or high water on a coronavirus, which is against all logic and public policy that had ever been before. But this is not being this isn't about public policy. This is about control, manipulation and potentially a potential large scale death event that they're they are actually doing to us because these people do not care about life. It will be, it will, there will become a day, I swear to you, and I swear from where, where I believe, I'm, I am, it's my wholehearted belief, and I'm not, it isn't, um, it isn't an obsession, but it is certainly a belief that I have that these people um, have just unscrupulously uh, turned into the very things that they, they said they were going to fight against which was going to be, they were going to fight for fairness and public health. They were supposed to work. They're not doing that. And many of these people are eugenicists. They don't, the, the Zeke Emanuels, the people that are tangentially involved with Fauci. Fauci is a psychopath. He's not a, he's never been a good guy. He's never been anything. Some of the other people, like the Walensky chick, she's just an airhead that, you know, got to where she got. She may have gotten an MD, but big deal. I'm not impressed by her. She's not an impressive individual, um, but she's good at lying. I mean, she, she, she. Whatever comes out of her mouth is just whatever, whatever someone told her to say. I don't think she has a thought of her own. But uh, it's just quite uh, interesting how they've gone, gone through this. So, so the there's a rumor that uh, that. Uh, the Delta variant caused a significantly higher rate of vaccine breakthrough cases, 19.7% compared to 5.8% for all other variants. And yet there are fewer hospitalizations and deaths, which is a point for traditional virus theory as a rule of thumb. Variants of these pathogens are more prevalent but less severe. We've long known that or did, did, or did until 2020 when we decided to scrap a century's worth of public health wisdom. There's a rumor out there that all, that is all it is that the CDC is relying on some other study out of India, and actually that study out of India was supposedly a modeling, has some modeling involved in it, which of course tells you all you need to know, because we've been following models that have been dead wrong from the get-go. But of course the people that are involved in this want want to they don't want to use reality, they don't want to use actual science. They want to come up with their own conjectures, and then when they when when they don't get the results they want, they just double down on on well, well we uh, the 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 petri dish of of uh, options weren't followed uh, according to the way I had my model set up, so we have to we have to adhere to my model. So, like for example, well if everybody would wear a mask, if everybody would lock down and do what we tell them to do, if everybody would shut down their businesses and just you know die just hurry up and die so we can get our number that's really what it is 
I mean, that's the way they think. They they've invert they've inverted the reality of what what anybody should go through and experience when it comes to a health. They know coronaviruses are not vaccine worthy. Robert Malone, uh, the guy who developed the mRNA uh, technology, says that coronaviruses are not conducive to vaccination. Why? Because they they mutate and adapt too quickly. They're not a stable. They're not stable. Um, uh, in terms of being able to vaccine against. There's a reason why we do other viruses like measles and, and smallpox because they're a stable viral. Um, there's there's little variation amongst them. They don't mutate. That's also why they, they stay relatively lethal in re- relationship to, say, a coronavirus. A coronavirus uh, naturally mutates, but it usually mutates to a much weaker thing, uh, outcome. These people are just evil. I mean, they they just they've just tossed away all of public health. None of these people should ever be in charge of anything. So I'm going to go back to this video um, or audio. Another consequence uh, that is very typical for totalitarian states is that people become radically intolerant for dissonant voices. And so because if someone tells another story or if someone uh, uh, claims that uh, the official story uh, is wrong, uh, then this person uh, threatens to wake the people up and they will get angry because we are they are confronted with uh, the initial uh, anxiety and the initial uh, psychological discontent. And so uh, uh, they direct all their aggression uh, at these uh, dissonant voices, as at the, at the other voices. And at the same time, they are radically tolerant for their leaders, for the people who who pronounce the mainstream narrative. Um, uh, these people can actually uh, cheat and lie and manipulate and do everything they want. Uh, they will always be forgiven by the crowd uh, because the crowd seems to think that they do it uh, um, uh, for their own sake. And that's that's uh, that's uh, 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 also part of the mechanism of, of mass formation. Um. What do you think? This this is not an accident. Uh, some do, who who is responsible for this for this mass hypnosis? Is it colleagues of yours? That's a good question. <laughs> I have no idea. I described it, of course, the mass hypnosis, but I don't know about the origins. Some, sometimes it arises spontaneously. Sometimes it is it, it is provoked artificially. Um, um, yeah. Uh, so if yes? someone if someone has a lot of money, has billions, he can buy science. He can make universities. He can pay anything. Uh, do you know how many colleagues that have the same education that you have? Uh, work in such firms that make consultants to those who are going for money, going for power, who are being who are on the market, who can be bought. How many percent of skilled people like you, you think, are working in such organizations? If you would, if we would guess, so it depends how you define. Working in such organizations, I think. But, you know, what is tr- what, that's a strange thing that even most psychologists do not, psychologists do not really 
um, uh, uh, recognize these processes in the present state and that in 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 this crisis. That's very strange because actually it took me six months to understand that what we had to do with was a uh, was a problem of of mass formation. From the beginning of the crisis, I noticed that there was something wrong, and I noticed that 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 in one way or another, uh, nobody seemed to seem to see. That 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 uh, that a lot of the numbers and the figures about the mortality rates of the virus and stuff that they were actually radically wrong and uh, and and then I started to think like what is happening here at the psychological level <laughs> what what for, for for Christ's sake is happening here and it took me until the summer of 2020 before I really figured out from this is a problem of mass formation and, and while I had been lecturing about it for three or four years. So I think that a lot of, uh, of, 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 of the psychologists themselves are not aware of, of, of what is happening. I'm sure of that. Um, uh, uh, if there are some of my colleagues who are involved in, in, in really intentionally uh, provoking uh, this mass phenomenon, at my faculty, I don't think so. Huh? I don't think so. To be honest. To be honest, I know in Great Britain that there were some psychologists who mentioned that they were hired by the government uh, to uh, to uh, to uh, uh, provoke fear and anxiety in the in the uh, during the Corona crisis, uh, but I'm not aware of 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 of, of, uh, of similar uh, uh, things in Belgium actually. And so. Um, I was I was vaccinated twice. You know, I I experienced very intensively the bird flu, and I experienced very. Sorry there. Um, so I think you can get the point that you know even even somebody who was as aware and, and obviously trained in in mass psychology. So that that's what this guy's training is in is the idea that. Uh, you know, when you talk about mass communication, basically when it all when it boils down to is it's the propagandizing and skill and knowing what your public is, or aka knowing what the sheep are like, knowing what what we as people are individuals. We're all we're all built a little bit differently, but there are certain things and certain uh, triggers and and levers they know they can pull. They use behavioral um, psychology. Uh, behavioral economics. Uh, there's been people who have uh, mashed those two subjects up. In particular, I, I at one point in my life, uh, back about 10, 12 years ago, I, I was uh, intrigued by that topic and started reading about it. That being said, I, I didn't find all the things that were involved in that. And this is um, this because it's it's a leftist prep, uh, a leftist point of view in many cases. Uh, you find that many of the people on the left are—they're very good at using word wording to uh, message to their their sheep. Uh, they don't stick to reality. They 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 have to um, keep things in a very fluid kind of. It depends all the time. Really, there's things that that do have that experience where, yeah, depending upon how you pull the levers. You can get people to be manipulated to believe certain things uh, about thing about our country, about the world itself. You know the climate crisis. I mean, they've been ginning up that propaganda for uh, actually forty to fifty years. 
what that is being ginned up by is being ginned up by the most elite uh, billionaires and and or uh, powerful individuals that you rarely hear much about except that they come out once in a while and they they wave their hands at us like the queen um, the queen of England um, there's just uh, there's just these people that that lurk in the background that are enormously powerful for whatever reason um, and also they they use their their minions and politics uh, the the prime ministers and the presences and the presidents and the UN and other world bodies to make policy without very little of any input from the people. They believe they they desire they believe that they are a deserving of the right to rule over other people. They believe this. They may have grown up, you know, they may have started young and in in uninfluential, uh, but rarely is that the case. Many of them are well-to-do at least middle class if not upper middle class people who are selected at some point in their along their uh, framework uh to be put in positions of power to be controlled to be technocrats and maybe even make it into the inner circle um the, the cecil Rhodes uh kind of philosophy of of the the circles of power and so they have a, a mass amount of people. They don't want this world to work right. They make money off problems. In other words, actually solving the world's problems, actually people cooperating to get things, doesn't doesn't serve their purposes. And and, and there are enough people that aren't very uh, motivated, intelligent, uh, or there's basically evil. I mean, they they just never grew up with any values to to actually approach entertaining the idea of uh of uh, working together to cooperate to get something accomplished uh they like division they like uh, hustling people they like being playing the victim because playing the victim gives them the gives them the quote-unquote moral superiority to to request things from people that don't uh request things in particular from people who are of the middle class or people who run a life and do their jobs and work hard and don't you know they get a little bit ahead but they're not they're not wealthy by any real stretch of the imagination they just have a they have a comfortable life as long as they keep on paddling paddling quickly in the water which is what normally is what's going on people think that because someone's calm on the surface doesn't mean that they aren't underneath of it all working hard to make things right i mean if you run a business if you're a a property owner. People think that people that own property uh, own multiple units of a hotel or apartment, or somehow, you know, just counting money and not doing anything uh, to to make that happen. You know, uh, I live in a matter of fact, I I live in an apartment complex. So uh, this apartment complex went through a massive uh, overhaul over the last three years. I've lived here since 2015. Um, but around 2017, there was a massive uh, undertaking outside of our place um, to put in a roundabout, and they they shut down the road for it was probably about six months uh, to to re excavate. Uh, they were doing excavation. They were doing all kinds of you know. They it was just a huge project. Well, the thing is, is where this apartment uh, complex sits, it sits right next to the road, but it sits up on a hill a little bit. Well, when they did all this excavation and did all this uh, work to put in the road or to re reinstall something uh, with the roundabout, 
they destabilized this particular apartment complex. So they had to get, uh, um, they had a get put in some engineering uh, reinforcements. They had to put in a uh, new, uh, new uh, structure uh, on the outside to buttress it, and they had to report footings. They had to do a lot of digging and whatnot. And they, and then they also worked on the roof. They worked, so they put money in, in, into this, and they had to put a retaining wall up. They had to do all whole kinds of things. Um, so that wasn't just done by accident. And this isn't a, this isn't no, this is no, um, what do you call it? Um, you know, uh, great shakes of any sort. It's not a big apartment complex. It's not even a, a very uh, high, high. You know, it's not a high rise. It's not. It doesn't have first first class amenities it's it's basically a, a student level apartment it's and people say well why would you want to live in something like that it's cheap uh i'm uh, i buy myself i don't have uh anybody that i have to entertain i don't have like you know i don't have a wife and kids i have to worry about bringing over or anything like that it's suited for my my needs and my purposes uh many people like to you know like to show off their wealth and maybe that's where all a lot of the the middle class lefties out there uh think that that everybody uh should be enamored with them and then they feel guilty about it they feel guilty about their largesse and and they think everybody should be where they are but yet they'll tear everybody else down to get there they're very intellectually stunted in many ways i think they they can't grasp that many people want to to do find their you know, find their way in life on their own accord. They don't want other people to interfere with their purposes, you know. And we all have to. That being said, we all should have to work together. But this this they've been using this this uh, health hustle to destroy this country, and they're going to destroy this entire world if they don't quit it. And and at some point, you know, they want that. They want this to. They want people to get upset. They want people to uh, to eventually um, be at each other's throats. It's it's just inconceivable that they they think that this is a uh, the long game is going to be <laughs> anything but ca- uh, uh, that there isn't going to be a certain amount of of uh, re- response to this. I mean, you you have to be able to see the long uh, see the long game, and they they may go run and hide behind the military, but eventually the military is going is not going to go along with what they're thinking in the United States and around the world. I, I keep on seeing more and more authoritarianism with countries beating down on their people. They are going to really regret what they're doing to these people because all they're doing is in, uh, giving them more and more. I mean. This idea that you have to be forced to have a needle stuck in your arm is against everything the Nuremberg Code is. It's everything. It's everything public policy wise, and there are going to be people that are going to be held to account for this. They know it too. That's why they keep on doubling and tripling down. It's why they keep on lying to people, and they're going to the, the influence of their their policy is going to eventually backfire in their face so badly. That everybody's going to everybody's going to get very angry if they wake up. The mass psychosis that they have to keep up on people, the 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 using the media to pump the pump up the fear, pump up the fear, add more layers, uh, create more variants, create more death, hide hide information from people, censor people that try to speak uh, dissonant voices. I would say I'm kind of in that category, but I'm not. I don't necessarily. 
I'm not like other. There's some others out there, but they definitely have to silence uh, scientists. But this is going to eventually blow up in everybody's face. So I'm going to end it there because uh, I'm at 43 minutes. Normally, <laughs> I I need to get on to something else. But I um, just hope that everybody stays safe out there. Uh, stock up, get ahead of the curve a little bit, and. Um, they're trying to the economic part of this is even even larger is even a larger scale problem than the than even the the virus that they keep on pumping into our uh, media because they want you to ignore uh, the economic collapse that they're trying to trigger too the the way they're trying to control um, alternative uh, means of uh, garnering wealth the cryptocurrency um, market. The fact that they're ginning up all this massive inflation through spending bills that have no no context to reality—they're just throwing money at prop. They're throwing money at people. They all—they—it's called promising goodies, as Yuri Bezmenov would call it—to people to get them to go along with this stuff because they know they can. There, there is a pliable amount of people that will buy that are easily bought that they will give up all their freedoms. For a lot of for their security, the only thing is, is they're never really secure. They just think they are because once you're in the trap, it's over with. Um, you know, because what are you going to do? Um, of course, I think this has been the plan for many years. Um, probably going back. I mean, the UN part of it probably goes back 25 to 30 years. Uh, the recent. Uh, the, the step on the accelerator happened right after Trump took office. Uh, they had to use him. They, they're using him as the fall guy, and if he doesn't wake up to the fact that vaccines are useless and use that as his messaging, he's going to. He will be ultimately be held much more to account than what he probably needs to be for this. But then again, if he doesn't wake up and smell the roses and figure it out, I don't know. So God bless the United States of America. And for those in the world, keep keep fighting and stay safe and and know that we are with you in spirit.